And Roger. this is the beginning of the podcast. I'm playing the intro song. Damn, I think it's pulling the wrong one. Should be louder, but it's not. Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in me. Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Yes! Say what? Say what? Ten. Seven. Seven. Ten. Six. Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. Hi! Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Army Marler here. Welcome to Live to Tape. We have a special guest. We've just begun. The special guest today is, uh, uh, this is a repeat offender. Uh, she's back in lockup once again. She goes by the name of uh, Amy Miller in um, Polite Society, also known as Army Marler. Also known as uh, Marley Armor. <laughs> um... All these things. Welcome to the podcast we've started. I have a lot of pseudonyms. Well, you know, I'm I, I always get um, heated up on the internet, so I got to. Oh yeah, you do. Names. <laughs> you love it. Really? Yeah, I just I love it because I, I love just it. seeing like fucking. Because it's always like, oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. That's yeah, nice I love to hear it. You though. say that because I never know if someone's like watching in quiet fascination in an embarrassing way or like. Oh, that must be nice to just say whatever you think. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's that. It's also like uh like I would I wouldn't have thought to say that or also oh man, the thing that got me the most recently was when you made fun of all those people all the like, you know, guy comics for um saying nice set to someone who's taller than you about Chris <laughs> D'Elia. Just like, "Oh my god, that's so accurate." Just the whole like <laughs> Like the whole fawning over someone like it's high school. Like, hey, man, hey, hey, good set. <laughs> like, I know. Fucking, no matter uh, how, how much they're, <laughs> they're dying on stage afterwards, it's just like, great job, man. Hey, good like, set, bro. Good set. <laughs> People that don't even stay in the room when a woman is up, no matter how hard, like, uh-huh. we could be crushing beyond. And it's just like that smoke break time. But you got to watch uh, your boys. You know, you have boys. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't have my boys like that in that sense, but you know, I got my I got my people. I have my people, I guess. Yeah. The yeah. ones that are still living. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. Funny. Jesus Christ. Maybe me, that's not funny. It's okay. I think it's funny. It's good to say that. Yeah. I sometimes Richard, do laugh boy? about it. I've had all I've had kind of alternating days where some days I you know, hear an Amy Winehouse song or whatever. Oh, God. And just start weeping. But then some days I just, like, really laugh at how ridiculous it is. <laughs> what, that, that uh, Richard uh, got out when yeah. he did? And yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah, especially when, too. Who would have thought that would have shit would have just kept getting more chaotic and more chaotic? <laughs> We're talking about Richard Bain, our friend, the comedian Richard Bain, who – who ended his life, what was it, like two months ago, three months ago? Well, I'm not sure. I, how can you forget, Johnny, because it was Memorial Day, because that was the first thing you said was, uh, oh, yeah. you did it on Memorial Day? Yeah, I did <laughs> say that, yeah, which and is then, a good joke. I stand by that joke. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. And then you're like, mm-hmm. should I text this to other people too? I'm like, you know what? <sighs> Live your truth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I think I didn't, didn't really, because I just didn't, I don't know. That stuff just makes me angry more than anything. But um, yeah. yeah, 
it's a lot uh, it's a lot it's a lot of feelings but it is uh, like 20 percent of the time it's very funny mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just has to yeah. be you know otherwise you're just miserable yeah and for who it is especially too like totally it was gonna be something in grand fashion you know what i mean right there's plenty of people that it would be zero percent funny but with richard i'm like you fucking asshole you know i know that's unbelievable it's uh some people like that i think it's almost like i wouldn't want to see what they'd be like at this point you know there's certain people i'm like oh man maybe it is good that you got out of here not, yeah. not like good but you know what i mean just like uh like you like someone enough to where you wouldn't want to see them unravel in a different situation yeah yeah this is this is hard for people who are used to having an outlet and also like a lot of people around them and yeah we have so many ways as comics to like not think about our problems all the time that when you're just confronted with nothing but yourself it's a lot for people i'm very much i'm used to it so i don't know this hasn't been like a huge adjustment for me i guess really how so um i mean i'm kind of a loner i don't live alone but i've been here alone for a couple weeks yeah (laughs) my address why am i saying that publicly well this comes out later he'll be back but also i don't think no one no one knows where you live no i know um i'm not really worried about it i have a gun um you do well (laughs) i mean i'll just you might have one you might not who knows i've been thinking about getting one but no um yeah my boyfriend's been out of town no visiting Mm -hmm. his family and but even before it was like i don't know i've always had so much time to myself probably too much because now i'm regretting like all those gatherings that i like flaked on you know yeah i I feel that way a bit but it's also i don't know you can't you can't have known about that it's like uh it's too late totally I know. I, I've lived in LA for three years and I haven't even gone to Universal Studios yet. <laughs> of all the things to regret, Universal fucking Studios. It was like a weekly regret. Like every Saturday, I'd be like, Do you mean City Walk? You Adam, like maybe city we walk? should go no to the park. Okay. I haven't been since I was a kid. You gotta go to amusement parks when yeah. you feel it. That's the less. That's the lesson. Well, I've been to Disneyland more times than I even want to. So yeah. at this point, it's like, I would like to, it to reopen, but it's, I don't know. So you've, but you've done uh, comedy since everything, right? That's what I want to hear about. You mean online? No, you've done, uh, you've done like no, live comedy. No. I have not done live comedy. I thought you flew to do I a show. I went to Ohio for, oh. um, yeah. Not for, for live comedy? family. No, I haven't done any, and that's oh. and I've canceled so much. Okay, because you said you were going to. I remember like we talked like two months ago, and you were like scheduled to do one, but then I guess you canceled it, right? Yeah, well, I had stuff every month, you know, in June and July, and mm-hmm. and slowly they keep all just like falling off, and or I decide, or the headliner, if I'm opening, decides like, hey, we should okay. do this. Which it just enrages you to see people still performing and then like fucking getting coronavirus. Who's done it besides DL? Besides DL Hughley? Um, a lot of people have been touring. I mean, a lot of it. Yes. Well, 
you did you hear about Brendan Schaub getting coronavirus? No. Yeah, I don't. Oh know. my I don't, God, really? I don't know him at all. But I've met, I, I have to say this: I have met him. I did a show with him once. He was very polite, but I mean, you know, politeness is uh, is doesn't carry a lot of uh, a weight in my book. Really. Yeah, and then I yeah. Other um, comedian friends that sort of more quietly have gotten coronavirus that like they've told me, but not put it online. Who? But they did do live gigs. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? I can't say. Oh, why can't? Is it someone I know? Someone's someone knocking there? at my door. Oh my God, are we gonna? Is this gonna be like a Saw movie now, where I'm gonna watch oh, you get like no. fucking bound it's FedEx. up? Okay, I can it's see FedEx. the FedEx guy walking away. I wonder what That's it what is. That's what it looks like. So fun. You should open it now on the show. Okay, hold on. Live open. Okay. I'll play a little music here. Amy's getting her package right now. Amy's getting the package. Amy is getting the package that just arrived from FedEx. FedEx.com. When you need a choice that's not UPS, use FedEx. If you don't want to use the U.S. mail, which works great, but some people have a stigma attached to it, go ahead and use FedEx. Brought to you by FedEx.com. And... And it's, it's, what is it? It's a little big to drag in right now. I oh, can maybe God. show you a picture of it, but it's furniture, so oh, okay. I couldn't properly do an unboxing that you could see. But I understand. It's, That's it's like a it's really cool. It's like a ray banana. I haven't spoken to anybody in days. It's like a rainbow cabinet. Okay, that it's like makes a little a lot of sense cabinet for our turntable and but oh. it's like rainbows nice you want that me to show you well, that doesn't make any sense to me it's okay you don't have to show it that we, it's like a rainbow about, pattern remember pattern so it's a square it's not a rainbow shape in my mind i was like thinking about a rainbow shape oh no that's a good idea okay. though no yeah, it's just shape. like a wooden cabinet that the front of the doors are like this really cool design yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like you that. You get it. It does. Cool. It sounds like a a gay club at night. So who got who got Corona? <laughs> I I can't tell you. So Shab got it, huh? Shab got it from touring. Yeah, he said it publicly on his podcast okay. and stuff. But a lot of people. Well, he doesn't know how to lie, though. <laughs> <laughs> what condition uh, is that? Oh, it's called uh, it's called punch drunk. <laughs> it's called CTE. <laughs> oh my god yeah. no i mean I, I truly don't know him at all but that seems to be the crew that's touring the most is like yeah I rogan's been out on the road he has i don't think he, rogan has has he? he has he did the houston improv okay wow when a lot of people in houston yeah. were getting it damn those guys i feel like it's just a thing where it's almost like hunting for them where they'll go crazy if they don't hunt. Like they'll probably like start killing people. Yeah, they probably also hunt. <laughs> yeah, all, all, <laughs> hunting's not enough, Amy. <laughs> not for those mega alphas. You got to do more than just hunt. You got to hunt the laughter down. You I really don't hunt. care about like you know if they want to risk getting sick or anybody that would go to a show. I just feel yeah. bad for the staff. You know? Yeah, it's true. I don't. I mean, has any of that stuff pulled back at all because of people getting sick? Has there been like, okay, so we we jumped the gun? Because mm -hmm. a lot of places did jump the gun, right? No, because I. Well, yes, there were there were a couple clubs open in like 
mid-May, which is really wild. But I think yeah. like Zanies, even after DL got sick, they were just like, we're going to spray down the club and we'll be back open in a few days. God, that place is fucking insane. I don't know if I'll ever <laughs> perform there, probably. I think that's pretty much like my non, not the place that I go to. I'm supposed to be there next weekend. That was another. But you're not. No. no. So what do you think? What do you think? I mean, there's not going to be an all clear, is there? It's just going to be. It's just going to be slowly so. more people will. God, I don't even know. Did you hear about Vietnam? I can't stop thinking about this. The war? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was, was a big deal. So sad. Yeah. Uh, it was so sad what happened. The, uh, there was a lot of deaths and shooting and Good fires. movies, though. Really well, good, good movies. Great movies. Some of the best movies, all inspired by the killing. Good music. There's no, no deaths of corona in Vietnam at all. Whoa, that's wild. They have like they did like this amazing lockdown shit where they, no one got sick. It's it's unbelievable. It's basically like we lost the war again. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like I'm I'm obsessed with reading about it because it's like now the whole Corona thing. Because I have I'm I'm a pretty prideful American. I I like America. I think it's a great place. But and now I'm just like just so disappointed in us because we have the most. It's so it's so pathetic. Are you surprised though? I know it's really crazy. I actually am surprised. I truly am surprised. Oh, I'm not surprised. I, I kind of thought we'd be able to, you know, thought we thought we'd uh, want to not be the the worst. You cannot tell us what to do. I mean, that is the biggest thing. Yeah. And of course, it was going to be politicized. You know, it's perfect timing for it. So. God. Yeah, I'm not surprised, but it is definitely disappointing. Is. I, people keep comparing it to like the Spanish flu, but I'm like, but at that time, people didn't have every entertainment option possible inside their yeah. homes. And they still went out during the Spanish mm -hmm. flu. They had like three different waves. Yeah. Where finally, by the third wave, people were like, okay, now people I know are dying, so I will stay home. But what are they even going out for? It's just people. I think it's just we're just. Uh, it's really hard to do it. It's it's it doesn't feel right. It feels so unnatural that it, people just. I well, don't get it, it. It should feel less unnatural. I think. I think a lot of it is mental health. That like we're not. Yeah. We're so used to being distracted, and oh, having totally so many things to do, and having like packed lives. You know, even the most like suburban sort of nuclear family like you know with parents in their early 40s or whatever like it's a busy you know you're just going from thing to thing and you mm -hmm. don't have a lot of time to like sit and be with yourself and your yeah. feelings and i, I feel think the pain of existence that i think that we are not the right culture for introspection yeah, by the design Vietnamese have got it locked down those vietnamese motherfuckers man jesus christ they're just so hardcore yeah, that's amazing. I hadn't heard it's that. Like, you ever heard about the Ho Chi Minh Trail, how they used to bomb it like twice a day and they, they would just fucking rebuild it mm -hmm. nonstop? It's like yeah. that. That's what's going on there. They're just fucking rebuilding the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Survivors. Survivor God. mentality. I don't Vietnamese. think we have enough of a strong survival mentality. It's very much like um, crash and burn. Like Just yeah. live it up. You know, we don't try to stay alive. Like, we also have very high suicide rate, very high overdose rate. Like, yeah, 
Everybody's on fucking opiates, you know? Oh, God. We're the not best... like a let's try to stay alive culture. I remember when uh, Duncan Trussell told me this was years ago about that new drug that, some, that was manufactured. It's a special drug designed to uh, combat opioid-induced constipation. Yeah. It's like that's where we are. We have a, a drug that's gone through years and years of trials and testing. It's gone to market. They shot an advertisement for it, put it on TV, all because so many people are on so many opiates that they're so constipated they have to take a special drug to shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like that's so pathetic if you think about it, how much time it took to get there. I know. And I don't think like – there should be more research about why opiates is the thing too, because yes, a lot of it's like pain. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these dudes addicted to pills are like, just did hard work for so many years. And now they're like physically broken and it starts that way a lot of the time. Yeah. But that's also a very specific drug. Like I don't like, I can't accept opiates from a doctor because if I do, I will take them all and have like the best week of my life. And then really the worst week of my life. Oh, damn. Yeah, I totally have a tendency for it. And it's yeah. like, it's a very specific high that is an escape, like a numbness. Well, it's the best. It's considered, it's the, it's the, uh, I mean, except for maybe smoking, uh, smoking a uh, Coke or something, which well, I've never done. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> Amy, well, actually, um, I'm going to have to just uh, interject here. Uh, okay. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a, but that's a really different high. That's, uh, yeah. I don't think people want to be up. You know what I mean? People want to just forget their be sedated. Yes. Their station in life and their fate and whatever else, their daily pain. I did smoke crack one time. Really? But at it Zany's? Was... <laughs> was it at Zany? Was that, what the comedy Zany's club did you room. smoke crack with at, and with what, with what feature act? <laughs> this is long before comedy and it was kind of shady mm -hmm. because my boyfriend at the time like handed me a pipe that I thought was just weed and then I smoked it and he was like, gotcha, that was crack. Holy and shit. I was like, that wasn't funny and I'm really mad, but I already like want more. So I'm never Oakland? doing this drug again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do think Oakland's everyone rough. should try it once though. Try crack once? It was interesting to be in that mindset of like wanting more crack. Jesus, I was like, God. I give it. That's I can't funny. do this. Yeah, there's there are just certain drugs I have to stay away from because I know. I mean, genetically, I should like be on meth with like seven children that I don't have right now. You know what Is I mean? Is that in your family? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But we all, my siblings and I, all did pretty well. We escaped. The worst of it, I guess. Yeah, if you can like uh, peer through it, I think you can experience it. I don't. I think a lot of stuff is if you if you can, if you experience it, looking outwards of it, you can weather it. Mm -hmm. as long, as if you have like the long enough lens, if you can like see, I don't know, see the future of not using it, then I think you're safe. A lot of people just can't see out of it. Oh yeah, I thought you meant like becoming. Um, fully white trash. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I just, like any addiction. I think if you have perspective, I think you can kind of manage yourself. Yes. Yeah, perspective helps you get out of a lot of things that yeah would be your otherwise fate. Um, 
What should I th- yeah. If you have options. It's all about options, have... Johnny. Talk about options. Okay, options you got um let's see, you can uh what can you do? I mean just in general, like everything? Total <laughs> total options. I actually said it's all about options, but now mm. I do want you to talk about options. Okay. Options. Okay, you can get Give power locks. Give me a couple. Power locks, you can get the uh, rear defrost. You can get the backup camera. You can get the uh, leather seats. Okay, of those four things, and you can get two. Right. Without paying anything extra, what are you going with? Definitely power locks. And I'm going to get the rear defrost. Interesting. That's very Midwestern of you. I would never think of a rear defrost in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. If you don't have rear defrost, you're fucked. Like, pre-rear defrost, life was hard. Yeah, you're just scraping it off. You're scraping. I mean, I didn't have a car back then, so I don't. I didn't have the uh, the experience of scraping. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you don't have rear, def- even rear defrost takes ten minutes to even get going. Oh, you gotta like go out to the car and start it up before mm-hmm. your shower, even, and then yeah. get back in there forty five minutes later. God, I've never. See, that's the thing. It's like I did grow up there, but I didn't. Have, I never had to deal with any of that crap at all. So I basically. Got to skip all that, all the terrible stuff with winter. I had to, I got to skip it. But also, we had a garage too. So yeah, I like, you know. I grew up in California, but comedy really made me like get all the weather stuff because I would ri- I would take really dumb risks like on the road, you know, driving through snowstorms and shit. Right. And I definitely early on. Now I know a lot more of this stuff, but early on did the really. Just so stupid, like pouring, even scientifically, like I should have known I went to third grade, but pouring hot water on my frozen window. Oh, what did it do? It just made it worse. It cracked. Right? It cracked. It cracked? Yes. Oh, worse. I forgot that it cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn. stupid. And I, like, I could like have just Kansas? Googled it. Yeah. And now I'm, now I, even before the pandemic was like, okay, I'm not gonna do so much like winter touring anymore because it's really really terrifying and irresponsible and you do have to have so many supplies like at some point on a tour i did buy like a little scraper you know Mm -hmm. i'm like look at me california girl with a scraper california (laughs) okie yeah 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 i remember that when i when i i figured that out it's like she's gotta be an okie people always think i'm from the south well, yeah, but you do talk like it and act like it a lot. A lot of stuff, you, you know, because a lot of your jokes and stuff are about like um, redneck stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm, I will always say California has the most rednecks. It always has. Well, you have so much space for them. Oh, yeah. They just love us. all that space, all that. <laughs> get out of here. Get out. Get off my lawn. I don't know That's... what the accent is. I mean, I don't think I have an accent really. But uh, yeah, what is it? It is a little bit of an accent, though. It's I think something. Also the, the pitch doesn't help. Like it's very childlike for yeah. my age. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a very like uh, Annie, get your gun on Broadway situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like, who's your mama? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. Now I say y'all pretty much exclusively. Really? I've tried to get like you guys out of my. Also, repertoire. you guys suck. You guys sounds dumb. 
it always sounded dumb. Then it got overused in comedy and then it became like sort of exclusive to, you know, like offensive to all other genders. So yeah, I, just, I, yeah, I suppose some people say that I've seen some of the most like uh, progressive people I know say you guys like, you know, totally. So, well, it's hard like, to break yourself of some of those habits and like, yeah, yeah I love dude, you know, Dude, Again, bro. California, yeah, bro. And I Dude. recently have a had a friend uh, come out as non-binary, and immediately I was like, "Can I say bitch? Can I say dude?" And they were like, "Yeah, both are fine." I mean, for me, not for other people, but you they, know, you just gotta check out. in. Yeah, came out in quarantine. Yeah, totally. It's a great time. I mean, why not? So you're not doing any comedy. I thought you were, man, I was like, I thought thought that, uh, I can't believe I didn't know that that wasn't a comedy trip. I thought, totally thought it was. Because I remember you saying, like, you're doing one next month, but God. No, I mean, I think I told you, but. Yeah. But you kept still just asking, like, where I was performing. I'm like, I'm not. I, I just hate want you to be it. the guinea pig. Like, go out there and do it. Uh, Amy's doing it. Uh, are you okay? Okay, good. Front line. But I think I want to now, just in the last couple of days, I'm thinking, because I was supposed to record an album this summer, mm-hmm. like like this week or something, roughly. Um, and I'm trying to figure out a way that I could still do it in the Bay Area and maybe like do a album slash special situation. What about an amphitheater? I keep thinking that's got to come back. <laughs> the whole outdoor yes. I'll do the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, something like that. Hollywood Bowl, maybe like 80 people. And an orchestra. Just, yeah. Also everyone, scattered throughout the crowd. Yeah, everyone cool wears guy. a uh, wears a microphone, so we mic them, even though they're far away as shit. They get mic'd, and then the audio of them laughing gets sent up to where you're performing so you can hear it. Yeah, Almost I don't know like, how. There's people this week shooting specials at um, the Rose Bowl. <laughs> like, legit. Really? Who? I don't know how that's going to work. Name names. Um, Dave Hallam uh-huh. and Esther Steinberg and Daniel Webb and I think Erica Rhodes. I only know two but of those people. But it's to be like a drive-in situation. So I don't know uh, how they're going to like go after. Yeah. Also, how do you perform? Because it's going to feel like, uh, you know, someone has to figure, you know what? who should figure it out is the Flaming Lips. They should just, everything should be mm-hmm. like Zyreka. You know the whole the Zyreka tour, how they did that shit? Yeah. Well, if people, if listeners don't know, I think it's sure they all know, but they handed out headphones to everyone, or they told people to bring a radio. They handed out a lot of radios. And I think they didn't they transmit the show on a localized FM band so you could listen to it. So it's like an act. It was like an actual drive-in. Yeah. Yeah, and you could listen to it like the show on headphones as they're performing, almost like one of those discos. Yeah. Well, that's not an issue with comedy, like with the crowd being able to hear. The issue yeah. is like, I don't know how they're going to capture the crowd in the special, but I might go on Saturday. So I'll let you know. I have a theory how it's going to work. Um, since most comedy specials suck anyways, they're probably just going to suck. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to be bad. And the comedians who are performing will kind of suck as they normally do. And they won't notice anything because the stuff isn't funny anyways. So 
already there are they're already gonna be fucking piping that laughter in there anyways because it's not gonna be anything funny look who's controversial now oh yeah i'm i just say anyone's name (laughs) i just mean like in general you know what i mean i think it's so much more heartbreaking when the person is so funny and they've been like somehow very neutered on their set for that special and then on top of it the crowd is like there was one run of netflix specials that like ian carmel did who's super Mm -hmm. funny and soder did and it's obvious that netflix like put just super hot people in the front no way so there's like these (laughs) there's like these soder jokes that like make me lose my shit every time i hear them and like he'll tell a joke and then they cut to the front row of the crowd and it's just like six blonde girls like straight up not laughing. I'm like, why did you cut God. to them? It's so I weird. I think you should never cut to the crowd ever. Can you hear my I'll cat? Wa- I heard something. Is it <laughs> yeah, meowing? Yeah, she wants to go outside. Ow! Okay, you gonna let Hold her out? Yeah. yeah. I'll play a song. This cat's going outside real quick. Cat is going outside here now at the halfway mark here on line the tape we're talking about all kinds of things and uh we're talking about a cat and uh so sorry it's okay no problem very unprofessional she probably has to take a shit oh yeah she takes a shit outside a lot of the time yeah she mixes it up she has a box but she likes to go out god i would love a cat that just shit outside yeah, it rules. Does she wear a bell? Yeah, so it drives me fucking crazy. Because she's like yeah. figured out how to use it. How to use the bell? It pissed me off. But it's supposed to be so she doesn't kill birds, right? Yeah, and she also doesn't kill birds anymore with it. But she knows how to like sh- like shake really hard to wake me up. Yeah. I'll wake and shake. I get woken up by the dog because she wants to eat her fucking nasty ass food. <laughs> it's disgusting. I know the latest batch of food we got for her, it smells like something died in there. <laughs> and it's like, I think she likes it so much more now because it reeks. It reeks like a fucking, like, like a rotten old rat or something like that. <laughs> so she wants the food so much more now because of the stench. Ugh, it must be so strong to her too. Oh, I open up and I'm like, huh, huh. I used to um, dog sit for Joe DeRosa sometimes mm-hmm. and... He makes his own dog food. I would not uh, stop believing that. What's it? What did he say? I would uh, believe. I can't even talk anymore. I can't remember how you say it. <laughs> What's the expression when you say? I would. I wouldn't doubt that for a second. I guess yeah. That's what I mean. I wouldn't doubt that for a second. DeRosa. Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, and he also color me surprised. <laughs> he would be like, "Well, you you gotta. I mean, you gotta." <laughs> What, what am I gonna feed it? The uh, this this crap that's no, I'm not gonna feed it that that stupid crap. I just yeah, it was like this very nice mix of like chicken and rice and vegetables. Jeez. But um, I just like hold that in my heart, you know. I mean, Joe and I are good friends, but he also has bad opinions sometimes. And well, I'm that's like, what I love about Joe is he's like the hardest softy. Yeah, the way that this <laughs> dog like looks at him. And just knowing that he makes that like veggie stew yeah. every week, I'm like, there's just like a really sweet guy in there oh, screaming. Oh, the sweetest guy. Yeah, <laughs> just screaming. Sweetest guy ever. <laughs> mom, why didn't you call me back, mom? <laughs> <laughs> that dog was so cute. Ugh. And he was a good dog, but 
you could tell like he always missed joe and i was like this is your whole life little dog like you just miss joe de rosa Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's so sad (laughs) that sucks to miss joe I, I mean, I miss Joe now too. Now that we're talking about him, now he moved back to New York. His his uh his place where he's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he he also yeah. I just like I like to watch a special relationship like that. You know. Yeah. It is funny when you see someone like that who comes off so abrasive sometimes and has all these like little things about them that are very sweet and kind of a uh, domestic. It's the total yeah. opposite. The, I, uh... I talked to him about it once. Like, you know, it's just like so sweet how much this dog loves you. And he's very much like he couldn't make himself worthy enough of how much the dog loved him. So he feels bad, feels guilty. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I think that's all of us, right? All of us are loved by our pets more than we. It's like you're like the pet's like a mirror almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I don't have children. I, I do want to have a dog, but I don't know if that's going to work now either. Um, yeah, I thought you guys have a little dog. No? No, we just have a cat. Oh, okay. I used to do like a lot of dog sitting and boarding and stuff, which yeah. was nice. But I really, really want one now. But then if I'm not home all the time again, which hopefully will happen someday, yeah. it'll be hard. Are you going to have children? We don't have any right now. That's all I know. So, <laughs> I mean... I don't know. That's a that's a hot question to come in with. <laughs> well, okay, you don't have to talk about yourself, but yeah. I when I have had dogs and yeah. knowing like the capacity for love and then imagining that with a whole person is it's like too scary for me. Like I yeah, don't know how scary. people do it. It's also I think it's overwhelming for a lot of people. They feel like they'll lose themselves in the kid because it kind of makes sense like it's like a uh, think about a plant when a plant produces a fruit the plant stops caring about its body because all it cares about is the fruit and so it's yeah a lot of people are the same way people want that a lot of the time though because it is like yeah that can become your life plan you know what i mean like so many of us right now are in this spot especially as performers where it's like mm-hmm. what is my future even look like Oh yeah. And it's really scary. But if you have someone to take care of, then you, you know, like that's it. I have to keep this person alive. Totally. This is my future. Yeah. Um, I I know a lot of guys I know who've had kids and they said they, um, they just basically just said, yeah, I just stopped fucking around. I just, I stopped wasting as much time stuff like just drinking nine beers and now I have four. Yeah. The stakes yeah. are just so much higher. Yeah. And I do want that like feeling of, you know, when people are like, you'll, you'll never be able to imagine how much you could love this person. Mm-hmm. But that, that is also very scary to me because then yeah, something could, I always get like too dark with it. Like something could happen to that kid. And that's like, mm-hmm. then you just created the worst possible situation for your life. Well, also something probably will happen. Yeah, I mean, bad things happen I mean, to people all the time. Yeah. Whether it's now or down the road. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, even oh. having an adult kid as an old person, like if some, you know, if my kid died before me or something, I fucking oh, yeah. kill myself and that other would people. Suck. You no probably kill other, kill other people first and then <sighs> kill yourself. 
I just can't imagine it, but I love kids so much. I just, I'm also not ready to stop fucking around, I guess. Yeah, you're not separated. You're not ready to stop smoking crack. I mean, it was, <laughs> I did it once. It was yeah. hard for me to do this by 1130. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I haven't been getting up a lot earlier than normal, actually, lately. Because it's just, uh, I feel like if I sleep past eight, I just feel like, what the fuck? It's already hot as shit and I have no time. That is also very Midwestern tendency. Like, oh I, my God. I got, we got to get out there before it's hot. But you're gotta not farming. Out? You are farming sometimes. I'm actually. almost farming now. It's, it's, I pulled back a lot. I've kind of started to look, look at the plants like, okay, stop focusing on the three things that aren't doing well and look at what's doing great. It's a, a good lesson for your life in general. It is. I'm trying to write a, I'm trying to write a book. Uh, everything I learned about people, I learned from plants. <laughs> That's my, I want like a little, like a little, like tiny, tiny book. That's uh, it's all, it's all just like stuff about how, because it's really, it's true. It's a lot of stuff about plants where you think, oh, people are the same way. We just, we don't see it as visually. Yeah. There's a lot of weeds out there. Yeah. How weeds, like if you don't, um, if you're not weeding all the time, then they just can come out of nowhere and surprise you and they can destroy everything. We should just all, we have to always be weeding at all times. Get those bad apples out. Get them out. (laughs) Get the bad apples out. I have a feeling though. Even if you weren't actually farming, you would still have this like built in like we like I need to get up early. Like my yeah. boyfriend's Midwestern and he's like, I got to get up early and do all the shit that's annoying. Like first thing in the day, like yeah. on a weekend or whatever. And then I can start to relax. But I'm yeah. like, why don't you just relax? I like do that stuff later. I don't I just... <laughs> It's or impossible. I just use the later hours to do the things that are hard. And it's and if I don't get to relax, that's fine. Well, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm not always that way. I sort of just like kind of lately have been because there's nothing else to do. Also, I have like there's just nothing in the future. But the fu- the future is basically just just no you know what I mean? There's no there's no end in sight to anything really. Yeah. Excuse me. There's a lot of speculation for stuff, but doesn't I was feel like listening anything. to this um, interview with Carl Reiner that was done only like two months ago or something, right? And um, it's pretty fascinating. But you know, people are always like, "What's the secret to long life?" And he just said, "You know, it doesn't have to be comedy or writing or anything. You just need to have a project to wake up to, any project." Mm-hmm. And before you go to bed, be like, tomorrow when I get up, I got to do this thing. Yeah. And then that sort of starts the momentum for that day. And and I think it's like a good technique for right now because I can't oh. like look too far into the future or I will just crumple under the weight of mm-hmm. the unknown and all the anxiety. So it's been a good it's been a good tactic for me to just be like, okay, well, these are like the three to five things I want to accomplish tomorrow. And then it gives you a purpose for getting up that day. Yeah. You got, you got to have some horses to feed. Otherwise. Yeah. This is why people have children. Yeah, exactly. You don't, I mean, it is. You don't have time to think about it. If it's it's just, a 
person's hungry, you got to get up and deal with it. It's a free form of motivation. Well, it's not free. It's very expensive, but it works. Yeah, if someone's sitting in their own shit and needs mm-hmm. to eat to stay alive, <laughs> you got to get out there and fix it. And then another fix. need comes up within minutes, you know? And then before you know it, it's time to go to bed again. Then when you have mommy time, it's like, okay, use mommy time. Yeah, and it's very indulgent, and you do deserve it, and it feels good. Yeah. My, yeah. like, too much of my life right now is mommy time. <laughs> yeah, I, I took that thing of uh, over-celebrating, you know? Yeah. Where you accomplish thing, and then you celebrate for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been big. Mm-hmm. A little bit better, like, in the past month. Well, yeah. it was, like, when the shutdown started, there was, like, it wasn't really celebration. It was like anxiety, oh, like yeah. just action drinking or whatever. And then, um, yeah, now it's more, I'm, I'm just pushing myself to get more accomplished every day so that if I do celebrate, it's not, you know, it's not I've for, actually uh, earned for nothing. Yeah. And I start late. Like, I don't know. What are it's, you working on? What's your thing you're working on? Um, I've been doing like a whole overhaul of my, just redecorating my apartment. Mm-hmm. It's like why I got the rainbow cabinet. Ooh. Um, I really don't want any Ikea furniture in my life anymore. Wow. Why? Um, well, some of it, I like these shelves like this. Okay. That's yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, I see. you know, just this like boxy black. I'm getting rid of that. Okay. Like the, these shelves that we all had in 2006. Sick of it. And we still have them. And they just like cut off all the energy to the apartment. I don't know, like the shape and the color and the bulkiness. Like I just don't want it anymore. I don't understand. That makes sense. I guess I never thought about it that way. But yeah. Now I... it's like, okay, the desk behind you is probably Ikea. That's fine. That's a very just practical, basic desk. Uh-huh. It's doing its purpose without, like, just being so much. Like, look, that's right. just I've, a big black box in my I corner. I you're saying, yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting rid of that stuff, changing all the pictures, got a lot more stuff framed, bought some new art. Um, and that's not to say, like, I'm getting, you know, vintage-like expensive furniture. Which is okay. But there's a way out of Ikea, like, way fair. Yeah. You know, right. Still like putting it together, but it's like real wood. Um, and yeah, I've been doing that and just writing and cooking. I'm trying to learn how to roll sushi. Ooh. Sushi rolls. So you're by yourself right now. Yeah. For a few more days. Okay. Has that been cool or weird or both? Super cool. A little bit weird for mm-hmm. sure. But, um, I do need like, chunks of extreme alone time yeah and i get like couple alone time because we have different sleeping schedules and you know we're pretty good at being like i'm gonna go in here Mm -hmm. and just and you're gonna stay out there not talk to you for a while and that's fine but you know there's a different feeling to real solitude when you know like now it sounds like i'm doing weird shit but i'm not it's just a feeling i get if i know like i can just fully be alone 
Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. It's like you, you just have like a sense of relaxation because there isn't even the possibility someone can interrupt you. Yeah. It's not even a, uh, yeah. And I'm not doing, yeah, anything wild, but it's like, I'm not accountable to anybody. I'm not taking care of anybody. They're not taking care of me. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm just fully existing in a way that you can only do with absolute solitude. Like, yeah, I, I love I, that shit. Totally. I, I think I have to do that actually soon because I'm trying to finish this script and I think I have to go rent an Airbnb or something for a couple of days because I just need like fucking, you know, the kind of thing where sometimes if I if just get asked if I want to have dinner, I'm like, don't even ask me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Don't even fucking ask me if I want to eat. Yeah, like, someone- I can't even handle it i'm just like trying it's all i can do it's everything i can do in the entire world to just stay even the slightest bit focused yeah just, you get that feeling when oh. um like a very good friend or family member texts you and you just like roll your eyes for no reason <laughs> dude like, the fucking phone i want to just take my phone and tie it to a rocket and have it be gone yeah i i love it and i hate it yeah i get a, i get things out of it but I've, and I thought this few weeks I was on my own that I would get, it would be easier to do like more writing stuff. Opposite. But then I got so into the home projects. Yeah, it needs to be, it's just easier when it's another space. Like I've been thinking yeah. about doing that too, like getting an Airbnb to finish a script. But then where does the script go, Johnny? What do someone you mean, makes it? Go? it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone makes it. Is that what yeah. you're writing? If you're writing it, someone will make it. Well, I hope someone you're right. Well, I have decided that this thing, well, I've been, I don't know. It's a long story, but I've been working on this thing for a while and I have decided it has to. Otherwise, uh, there's just no other option. Really. It has to. And I will fucking do whatever it possibly takes to get it made. Cause I, so, I mean, yeah. which, which, I mean you could always make it yourself, but someone will make it. Someone you're a hot commodity. It. Someone will make it. I will make them make it. They have to. They have to. Otherwise, I don't know. It's like war. I think if Duncan has a show with his like wild brain, mm-hmm. and it's so funny and so genius, like yeah, we can all get our stuff made. Yeah, it's so funny to see that show because it's like I've known him for I don't know fourteen years. It's so funny to see something be the actual true culmination of of everything that he's been wanting to do forever. You know, it's so, it's really inspiring it's to, when you so see inspiring. someone, it's like, Oh, this is what you've pretty much always wanted to do. And you've always, I mean, you've been doing other stuff and you know, people do stand up and do all kinds of stuff, but like this, this thing, that's always been the desire. And sometimes I think about like a lot of times people get confused. They want someone else's dream, you know? It's really, mm-hmm. I think it's really hard. I think the quarantine for me has taught me that, that I, a lot of times I've wanted other people's success with a lot of stuff, especially with stand-up goes. Like I've yeah. wanted like, oh, how come they have that thing? You know, it's that whole shit. And you realize like, oh, wait, I don't even want that stupid thing they have. Like, I do. I think if I got it, I'd be like, um, so is it, this is it? This is, uh, yeah. This is, yeah. Or... Yeah, or you do want it, but it has to be like, okay, if you don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's been a lot of the quarantine for me is like, this is, I'm going into my 10th anniversary, right? 
of stand-up? Yeah, mm-hmm. in September. Like, this is not what I imagined my this year to be. <laughs> you know, I uh. felt like I had some momentum. Like, the nice thing is that there's all these things in my head I theoretically would have gotten. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. So that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, probably would have done all that stuff this year, but... Oh, yeah, the, the amount of momentum that's been stopped is insane. Like, it's just like if you, half of everyone I know is like, yeah, I was supposed to be uh, shooting a special today or, you know, just, mm-hmm. oh, I was supposed to be doing this. It's just so many people have had their uh, things just stopped and the momentum to get back into it, it's going to be so, it's going to take, like, I was working on this thing. Was I've never been so happy with something I've done in terms of uh, live performance and writing as for the personal thing. Yeah, and to get back into it, it's just gonna be, man. I don't even know how it's gonna. It's just gonna take so long. But I guess yeah. that's okay. And I've had to be like, I mean, I had to really imagine that if things never get back to normal, and this is just what it is, and yeah, you know, comedy as we know it has changed forever, which seems like it's maybe true. I had to just be like, okay, I'm still happy with what I put out and the things that I did. Um, And I, I don't know. I've always been pretty good at knowing like realistically what I want to do. It's like, you know, anytime I've gotten like my agent sent me like a late night packet or whatever, I'm like, I don't want to do that job. Everybody I know that does that job stops doing stand up. I don't want to stop doing stand up. That is a truly, when I, when I was like, Oh, I do not want to write for TV. That felt good. That felt good I to mean, be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I do. I There are things that I want to write for. There are people's careers right. that like I I envy in a like, oh, that's exactly what it would look like if I could design it sort of way. Right. Like a, like a Solomon Giorgio, like where he writes on one season of a HBO show or one season of a streaming show, but it's not like he's working 70 hours a week for five years straight, you know? Still would say no to that. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, unless it was like someone asking me to write for a show that I'm like I'm friends with them and I have some sort of something yeah. that takes stakes in it, then I would just like just being a being a hired uh, being a mercenary on something, unless it's uh, something that's really interesting or you're doing like punch up for like a film or something. I w- Otherwise, it just is like, ugh, this is. I mean, some of the dorkiest people ever met in my life or TV writers. <laughs> I know. People I'm like, dude, you like you want me to like you. I can tell it. I can smell it on your breath. <laughs> like, poor you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this uh I was taking these like writing classes that Dynasty Typewriter was putting on just to mm-hmm. like get some motivation and you know, general like script structure stuff, but really just to make me accountable. Um yeah. And yeah, the guy who's teaching it, Brent Forrester, do you know Brent? He's uh, like yeah. written on everything. Like right. The Office, King of the Hill, like uh-huh. so many of the funniest shows. And um he's like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not like funny. <laughs> I was never funny. Yeah. I didn't like care about comedy. I just like figured out how to do this. And That's now funny. I just know the formula and people trust me to do it and I'm not like 
the punch-up person, but I just learned how to write comedy. Like, That's the yeah. big thing is people, if you if you become to the point people trust you to do something, that's all it that matters because they just want to be able to like, okay, we can uh, safely get past this off to someone. It's like being a babysitter almost where you've got references. Mm -hmm. So they trust you with their kid and the kid is the project. Yeah, and that scares me a lot about like the upcoming year too where this is not the time where writer's rooms or anybody is going to like take a huge chance on someone new when they can work with someone they already did given well, everything else that's going on, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's always a scary thing for sure, yeah. But I mean, who knows if they'll even be able to make anything, so. Yeah. kind of like. Who knows? I I think also taking that class with Brent was like, I need to, I need to also get to the point where I'm writing because I like doing it. And even if it doesn't get made or lead to me getting a job, I need right. to like be get excited about it compulsion it, yeah it's fun to write comedy or short stories or whatever but it's hard to get it up sometimes to write a script some people say that you never like writing mm. there's a lot of writers like john krakauer is like writing sucks i hate it <laughs> yeah he like he's I say i like writing i like not writing more than writing always <laughs> stuff like that like, I oh, love writing stand-up material, even just the process of it sometimes yeah. when you're like, you know, I've been trying to get better about writing every day in quarantine and then just putting down any idea. And sometimes the process of stand-up is just, just writing it on a page itself makes me laugh because it's, yeah. it's so stupid and you're like, I can look at that. Or if I die, someone's going to fucking See find that. this comedy journal and be like, what the what hell? The I love that. I can't stop laughing at the idea of a father and son riding motorcycles in a European city and shitting off the back of them as they ride the motorcycles. <laughs> like, they're taking, like, they're pulling their pants on, they're shooting out shits as they, <laughs> as that, or maybe like a, a father and son holding hands. Um, and they have their feet touching like this and they're looking in each other's eyes and they're both taking shits. <laughs> Why is it always a father and son? This because is very something, telling. something about that is just so, I don't know. It's just, I can't, not in my wildest dreams, not, not dreams, but whatever you want to call it. Just the idea of doing that with your dad is so uncomfortable and weird. Like <laughs> shitting with your dad or like be like a thing, where like two brothers who are, each holding the left hand and the other hand's holding on something else. Well, they have to push their dick down so they don't spray piss everywhere, but they're shitting, sure. they're doing like a, a team dig together, but they're holding each other up like acrobats. Like, so their, their weight is opposite. So they're able to just maintain a squat position by holding on each other's hand. <laughs> I don't know. So it's sort of, sort of like a Zoolander style thing. That's in my, my mind that, that's the last thing I thought of that was like, oh, this is so funny. But also, I got high for the first time in like two weeks. And I was like, oh, wait, getting high, you think of all kinds of dumb shit. I forgot yeah. about that. I know. It's true. I'm not like a huge weed person, but I do uh, more so now than ever, like for sleep and stuff. Yeah. Or just like watching movies. But this is definitely the most I've ever enjoyed weed. But I do try to like, you just take different turns in there, you know? 
You like oh, go yeah. down a road in your brain that you're like, I never would have turned that way. If I, I just didn't. laugh at like dumb stuff that I have like, that's the, that's the one thing I've been missing a lot is I feel like I'm not laughing at stuff as much as I used to because there's just not as much opportunity to, to goof off. Like yeah. I, I forgot how much, t- how much fun I had, like just goofing off with people and just saying like you, if you're in someone's company, you can say stuff you wouldn't say recorded. You know, you can say like absurd, just stupid shit. Yeah. Like, well, you're now different because you, like... you say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I mean, like. No, like, you, I yeah. find myself like picturing interactions with my friends. Like this or, would be funny if we were doing this. Yeah. Or just dying of laughter about the dumbest thing because you're exhausted <laughs> or you're stoned or whatever, or, you know, or even not just like, like making up a thing, you know, because you know, a lot of times something is, you end up making it, you end up stacking it and on top. You ri- oh, I'm sorry. It's called riffing. I forgot. It's called riffing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Riffing. Like riffing is, is so, people make fun of it and it's so stupid, but at the same time, it's also like, when it's fun, it's the most fun thing in the entire world because it's like you're just playing. You're not, there's no stakes at all. You're just fucking goofing yeah, off. It's playing. And it's, it's like stuff that we all start as kids. It has a little bit of a bad connotation with me because I think of like, you know, like comics trying too hard. Like yeah. the, those people we know who you can barely hang out with because they're like tagging stuff you're saying. And you're like, like, it's not natural, but yeah, you know, in the yeah, natural know way. Those yeah, there's, yeah. Well, you're I, lucky. You know a lot of something about comics. A lot of people, I'm just like, oh, I won't, I don't want to hang out with that person. Well, I've had to like get into the belly of the beast to prove yeah. to myself that I can. But no, I had um, I had a little. I had like a laughing fit this morning. Just, I think I might have still been a little high. I woke up like way too early, and I had had an edible to go to sleep. Okay. And then there was like this. Uh, there was like this thread on Twitter of people listing um like cursed locations in la Ooh, i like this <laughs> for whatever reason and they're really funny and it's crazy how many are universal you know because someone was like turning left off of los Feliz boulevard and i like shuddered you know like oh my god oh, yeah. that is the worst curse. um curse. but, but <laughs> greg proops was like responding to all of them just with rage like it you know they were all so true and then I just started thinking about like riding around with Greg when he had really bad road rage, just like his head bobbing, like oh, chain God. smoking. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that. And he just couldn't stop laughing because he's I, just like a car- he's like a cartoon character of a person, also. So he's like the cartoon character of Gen X. <laughs> yeah, totally. Reality bites. <laughs> yeah. Um, X machine. I didn't notice that you left. That's, that's I mean, too bad. I still use my Dick or Troy account way too much, but I deleted it because, um, well, I just was I was going on a backpacking trip. And I was like, I don't want just to have like loose ends out there because I have so many thousands and thousands of tweets that are extremely questionable, like me making like the most poorly taste jokes ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh. I- wait for someone to and their extreme extreme boredom of of uh staying at home decide that something i've said is terrible like me saying like oh man i've ever had a french fried baby dick or something like that you know <laughs> like me saying that like how dare why this pedophile you, why would you be the target 
Well, you I'm, have to be like on the edge of a very big gig. I realize that, but it's also like that's the it's just paranoia. It's also was me just also well, the main reason was this. I was just so tired of um of looking at it and just seeing stuff I didn't want to see, like news mm-hmm. stuff. Like I don't want to see another like how many GoFundMe's can I be linked to? Yeah. Just there's like so much stuff where it's like uh it's too much information. And I like well, I would always like write stuff bad stuff about Twitter on Twitter. And I thought about it for a second, like how weird is it that I'm complaining about the website <laughs> on the website itself? Something's wrong with that. That's bad. Yeah, it's sick. I, I shouldn't know. be you shouldn't be using it. It's like you don't go to a restaurant that has bad food and eat the food like, oh, it's so bad. I, I you don't you just stop going there. But I'm unless it's Dave and Buster's. Sure, but Dave & Buster's has games. Yeah, there's a lot more to offer. And all the games at Dave & Buster's are fun. There's so not if, some games that are like, oh, oh this, game, this game, uh, put your hand in here and you're going to get smashed with a hammer. It's like, <laughs> oh, cool, I love this game. Yeah, I guess if you don't have anything that you like about it anymore, like there's no games in the Twitter of life, then you got to get out of there. It wasn't, I mean, I'll probably reactivate it. And also I don't have anything to, like, you don't have anything to, if you have something to do, uh, promote, it makes sense. But yeah. it's like a thing where, oh, I mean, it also just felt so good after like two weeks. I, was, I got to work on stuff more without having that constant, like, knee-jerk reaction to check, oh, let's check that the fucking, the fucking pipe is feeding me. Yeah. No, that's, Dumb I mean, bullshit. that sounds like the right thing to do. I'll miss yeah. interacting with you there because you support my insane behavior but um last year i was kind of like just i don't know doing some odd jobs and shit when i wasn't on the road for a couple months and um i did have a comedian friend i won't name i'll tell you who it was later but that was on the edge of like a really big gig and needed like their twitter cleaned up oh yeah and so i did that and there's Plenty of programs like you can use that will just scan for like questionable words or whatever. But also I just did like a preliminary search, you know, like I was like this person's name plus Asian or whatever. (laughs) And there was so much stuff that she was just like, I don't even know who that person, I don't know why, like, why do I keep saying midget in 2009, you know? Like there's so much, like I've said many times, I said, um, there's a lot of something about the Irish. I always say stuff to piss off Brendan. I say, um, <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot, there's only one thing worse than the Irish. It's a drunken Irishman or just something like that. Or just like, just saying, God, the Irish need to go away or just anything about the Irish people. Yeah. I'm Cause clearly, they get so mad when you get so you mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying it to make them mad because the joke is that they get mad about me saying that they're bad. Like, I think I said that that once. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I can't deal with, I guess, Irish people, ah, I don't know what it was, but it's definitely something along those lines about the Irish. That's pretty salacious, John. It is. But it's just the Irish. Just the Irish. (laughs) That's next. Next, we won't even be able to make fun of the goddamn Irish. Irish. I mean, we shouldn't really. They're they're so pathetic. <laughs> well, we. How dare you? We always seek revenge. So. Yeah, 
our little faces get so red and then we just drink up a way to get back at you well that's the thing is the irish have a weakness for booze so (laughs) we really handicap ourselves oh yeah that's all the english had to do was drop off a few crates of whiskey and everything's (laughs) that'll stop the rebellion They're not going to want to do any work but police work after this. Who are, who are you? What's going on over there? Who are you? What are you doing looking at that window? That's a shopkeeper. <laughs> do you work here? <laughs> is this your pool, is it? Oh, it is, isn't it? Well, well, well. If we what could I have found here? <laughs> I don't mind your own business, Johnny. Well, I won't mind my own business here if I could... Have any business to be doing? <laughs> Minding your business is my business. That's what I do. I'm an Irish cop here in the, the tri corner of New York City. <laughs> what are you doing, all of these babies? <laughs> is that your baby, Johnny? Oh, that's my baby. Hasn't it had like any it could food. Be for... the, might be the neighbor's baby, Johnny. Yeah, I think I saw look... your wife over there. Well, they all look alike. Who knows? No fathers, just mothers. The fathers are all at the pub. <laughs> Stucking down the black stuff. Aye. Look at her red cheeks, Johnny. She looks well, like she's been out Maddie in the wind. O'Brien. She hasn't had, doesn't have a home to live in. Nowhere to stay, nowhere to go. All she can do is hang outside of the pub, hope for a wee pint. And it's like really just such a ridiculous group of people. You know who else is really funny? Canadians. Oh, the best. I've been watching, uh, or I just, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Canada just started mm-hmm. this week. And I watched the first episode and they, you know, Drag Race is very formulaic. So right. it's like, it's like all exactly the same. RuPaul's not on it, but they use all the same like beats and everything. But it's just like a little weird, you know? A little bit polite, right? Yeah, everyone's like not as funny or or like cutting, but yeah. everything just seems like slightly off. It's like diet, diet drag race. I was and thinking then about I just, the yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. I didn't understand like any of the slang. I just don't know how they're like so close to us, but so weird. Yeah, I guess these it's aren't the common, these aren't though. like smart or deep cuts. I'm throwing out. I just. <laughs> I sometimes think it's funny. I even know Canadians. Like, they're so, they're just strange. I know a lot of really funny Canadians. Yeah, I'm sure we both do. Um, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. The um, the thing I was thinking about was the first in- incarnation of SNL. Obviously, Lauren Michaels is Canadian. And you think about the SNL cast, half of them are Americans, half of them are Canadians. And, like, all the Americans are, like, the fucking boozy, crazy ones, like fucking Bill Murray, John Belushi. They're, like, fucking, you know, the partiers. And you yes, have all the uh, all the really conser- more conservative, super weird funny people, like Eugene Levy, John Candy. Um, who else do you have in that? Martin Short, Canadian. Martin Short. Yeah. So it's, like, so funny, like, the dichotomy of those two people. It's such a great blend. It's the the super funny weirdo absurdist Canadians mixed with the 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 wild card like Chevy Chase, uh, like Chevy Chase with Dan Aykroyd. You know, it's like the nerd with the jock. Yeah, like the Americans I think are all to- jocks. Yeah, 
tonally like that mix has created like a very specifically like um, American comedy tone, but it is yeah. essentially half Canadian. Where it's yeah. Like, it's so funny how many Canadians have, how much Canada has influenced American comedy. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many. And just the, and probably it's true for like the improv styles too. Like, mm-hmm. like I bet as far as improv and like sex, second city and stuff goes, like we've ripped off more from Canadians than, you know, like it's their tone. It is. But I guess we, yeah, we add like this degenerate nature to it. <laughs> yeah. We add like the, the drunkenness. Yeah, totally. The They're Irishness. Uh, what are, oh, I'm wasted. This is a great sketch, but what if he was drunk? What if they had gotten a fight? What if John Belushi drank all that liquor and then had some chips? <laughs> I've got an idea here. How have I got Chevy Chase here? Take off his shirt. A lot of the ladies love it. And they have John Belushi here. It's a big old fat man drinking the whiskey, running around, fucking samurai this, samurai that. Yeah, it's like if two neighboring companies countries were just a buddy cop movie yeah i want to say that the pakistan india cop movie and america is the comedic half that plays by its own rules i don't wear a mask <laughs> i don't ask for consent i don't ask consent. it's implied it's just not sexy when you do that i should get a t-shirt i want to start making t-shirts to say consent is implied <laughs> <laughs> just fucking... put the put the canadian flag on it it'll oh really confuse God. everybody yeah consent is implied what does this mean it's like you know it's uh it's an old canadian saying consent is implied <laughs> i love having any any like just super american like big dog style saying on a shirt with just like a, a maple leaf dude like, big dog i was thinking guns, about that canada like big dog sportswear I think it's come back. Good old big. It, dog. it has been coming back a it little has? bit. Yeah. Oh mm. yeah. Big dog masks. It's just like we're so proudly we're 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 so quick to proudly compare ourselves to straight up animals. Oh yeah. <laughs> As Americans, <laughs> bears, dogs, like just wild beasts. That's not something to be proud of. I gotta say, you know what? I'm just a fucking dog. I'm a big you know, dog. I tell you what, I'm a big dog. All right, and when big dogs get hungry, they bark. Look <laughs> out now! You. Look out now! Look out now! Big dogs coming in! Big dogs coming in! Here, watch out! I'll hump your leg! Watch I'll you hump look. your leg! Look, you better watch. You be, you come around here looking like that, you're gonna get humped. <laughs> <laughs> big dogs going hump. Look here! Can't look. Stop. Officer, look, she came in here with that skirt on. I'm a dog here, all right? She can't, You can't come into the dog den and expect not to get humped. We just, <laughs> she, just, we're just some good old boys, and that's that's a good old girl right there. That's beef on the hoof. <laughs> what if in this sketch he's a he's not a man, he's a big dog, and he just humps, but he's drunk too? What, what about if that? In, you just said what if in. <laughs> I, 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 what if and, um, I was to uh, make a, a brisket right now? What if and I was to... Uh, what if and we was to find a way to take a fart and make it liquid? <laughs> what if and, uh, there was a beer called Tharp, but it was good? 
about they're shitting off the back of their motorcycles? What if what in a, that? What if in there was a way to shit while riding a motorcycle? What if in that, huh? Oh, because you wouldn't hear the sound. You just see the shit flying. Maybe it would hit the fucking. It would hit the wheels. That's a Canadian thing. Yeah, shitting on a motorcycle wheel as it's moving. That would spray the shit everywhere like that fucking rhinoceros. You see that video of that? Uh, it's an old video of a a rhino, I think, taking a shit, but it's like spraying out of its ass and making the tail do curly cues. No, but I do love any animal poop or you know, smelling its own butthole type genre of YouTube. You gotta oh, check it out. <laughs> you gotta check it na, out. Na, 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 na. Welcome to the comedy club. Here we are in downtown Toronto. <laughs> That's all I got. I loved it. That's it. Uh, so uh, what what tour dates do you have here? Uh, you're doing Florida, right? You're doing, uh, let, me, let me pull yeah. them up here. One to the website's amymiller.com, right? amymillercomedy.com. I don't have any. Com. I don't. You're in Tampa on August 1st. And I'm going to be in Fort Boca Lauderdale. at a Boca retirement facility. Um, just making the old folks laugh. You know, we should, just send, we should just send Shab down there and just fucking get it. Just clean them out. <laughs> send Shab. It's called Coffers Tour. I got nothing. I mean, uh, yeah. there's still stuff in August and September that's not canceled yet, but I can't imagine I'll end up doing it. Yeah, it seems like it's everything. It's uh, It's also like, why would you? Well, and you know, yeah, I'm. I like to self-promote, and I I don't feel good about doing it. Like, and who's mm. gonna come to the shows if I I refuse to say that I'm gonna be doing them? Yeah, it's all everything. The cost benefit of it is uh is very low yeah man it's fucking nuts i'm a writer now and a t-shirt salesman that's what i do i sell t-shirts of canadian symbolism with american phrases <laughs> this is my patagonia facebook shirt yeah i sell uh that's my next one is the uh american phrases with canadian logos yeah that's, that's i gotta get one of your shirts i bought uh, Two comedian T-shirts yesterday oh, on the really? internet. Nice. Yep. In well, tank I, top form. Do you have tanks? Uh, no, but I'm I'm uh, transitioning to the whole order by demand thing. Right now, they're a limited run mm -hmm. because they're they're trademark infringements, sort of. Yeah, a little bit. They're they're not technically trademark infringements. I think a lawyer would argue that they are considered uh, unique works of art because they're they're called a rendering. But is it also, like covered under parody law or something? Sort of. I think parody is a little different, but it's considered an artistic rendering. So I think maybe I could get away with it. But um, mm. I don't know. I don't want to play that play that just yet. Well, let me know when you yeah. get tank tops. I'll let you know, Amy. Hot. Any closing words? Anything you'd like to close with? Like a uh, anything you'd like to say as uh, as we as I play the outro song and we wrap it up. You know, just keep. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep partying. Never stop partying. N no matter S -P. what. NSP. NSP. Never stop partying. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Motherfucker. Yes. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy, I'd like to say, ah, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. You want me to say it? Uh, if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Say it. Ah, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Thanks for being here. It was fun hanging. 
I know. A nice mini hang. Yeah. Next time we'll do it outside in the backyard. That sounds good. Oh yeah, I could have gone in my backyard. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, I'm gonna stop it, ready? Yeah.